All right, we ready? Sorry, I'm there now. Yeah, okay. You've been well, you're, the you're, last. Yeah, I've been ready since ten, but you know, let's let's not uh, get get into that. You can kick us off. Okay. Content catch up. Friends and enemies, welcome to episode seven. Um, we're back again, back in your ears. Um, we're consistent this year, this season, I think, Jules. We're doing well. But how are you? Nice shirt. You're looking, you're looking fresh. This thanks, Barks. It's uh, it's good to be back. Um, I'm not fresh, but I did have a good sleep last night and and ready to go for another episode. Hey, yeah, we're a couple of uh, social life legends, mm. might call you. That's a good title, actually. Episode title this social this life. weekend. Socialites. Um, well, so, I, yeah, I think we need to dive into yours because I haven't spoken to you since I last saw you on uh, Friday night. And when I left on Friday night, the AFLW best and fairest after party, you looked like you were settling in there. And that was about, I think I left at about one. Do you want to tell yeah. everyone what happened? Well, I mean, not much happened. It's just a bit rare for me to stay out that late. But um, yeah, AFLW best and fairest. I actually still sound a bit croaky, a bit of a legend. I mean, I've just done so much this this weekend. Um, you'd, you'd be hard-pressed to find a cool person than me this weekend, Jules. Well, um, what time anyway. did you get home? That's what everyone needs to know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's exaggerated because I live so bloody far away. But I got in around 4.30, so got to bed. Oh, bless you. Sorry. Got to bed around 5, which is very abnormal for me, but... It was a good night. It was unintentional. I didn't mean Party. to get home that late. Boy. I know. I know. Lisa was getting up to, to walk the dogs and Barks is just walking, <laughs> rolling back in through the door from the Georgia and Collins. So just fall through the door. Um, no, it was good. It was it was a good night. Long night. It, it got to buddy 3.30 or 4 o'clock so quickly and I looked at my phone and I had to like triple check because I'm like, this is not me. <laughs> What am I just, doing? Had you just parked yourself in that corner and not moved for four hours? Is that what happened? No, I was walking around. So when, <laughs> Jules, when you left, Jules, I was sitting in a little booth. But, you know, I was walking around, so. Oh, well, I'm How... proud of you. I, I'm glad you, you're getting getting out there and, and doing some things. And then you did something last night as well, am I right? Yeah, so just wanted to touch on, I went to the most extravagant 60th birthday party I've, I've ever been to. So let me set the scene for you. So... When you walk in, um, Elisa's friend, Beck, it's her dad, but I've never met um, Beck's family. I've never met Beck, but um, you walk in, they live on this farm, and it's literally like a theme park cross zoo. Jeez. And what I mean by that is he collects grown-sized or gets, uh, I guess, real-life-sized dinosaurs, right? And then he hires it out and makes people uh, like makes money off people hiring these sort of extravagant, massive... And I'm talking like full Jurassic Park style. That's what it reminded me of when you walked in. What? 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 Is, <laughs> that's, this, that's... is this a theme park or something? No, it's like it's where he lives. He's a very like um, sort of out there sort of successful business dude is the best way I'd describe him. So fair to say he's got a bit of a moolah. Moolah. But, um, yeah, so it's literally walking like a Jurassic Park theme, world, uh, theme park and then – if that's not big enough, there was everything from about 10 to 12 Harley Davidson riders like doing a bit of a show and then there were the, these pipe band, like, you know, those, the right word? The, the, Bagpipes? Yeah, the bagpipe band. It's just outrageous. It's where, <laughs> I don't know, it's like out like a fair way away, but it was amazing. Like live band, uh, 250 people. It's It was wild. That is wild. So yeah, Jules, uh, it was it was a lot going on. But would you throw yourself that kind of party if you had the 
<laughs> the cash? Um, I don't know if I would I would go that far in terms of like hosting that big of a party for myself, but I do appreciate that like you know they 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 wanted that party and they've gone and yeah. been like this is the party I'm having. Why not? Yeah, yeah. So. Very, very well loved guys from um, all the speeches and everything. So clearly, clearly a popular man. But enough about me. How was how was your week? Anything else you want to touch on? The best and fairest. Um, you were looking sharpish, I'd, I'd say. The best and fairest. Yeah, it was a good good day. It was a long day. Um, myself and Minty had been out to Hillsville in the morning um, to record uh, the Carlton Respects Ride for Respect. Um, I I do have a humble brag, Barks. Um, yes, I did uh, have Palace Skateboards watch my Instagram story, which is I don't know who that is or what that is. A skateboard brand, I assume. Yeah, like a huge skateboard brand, like probably the yeah. biggest thing to ever happen to me. Gnarly man, gnarly man, <laughs> shuckers, so dope, man. Yeah, um, which <laughs> yeah. It was sick. Uh, <laughs> no, that was fun. It was a good day. And then, yeah, rolled into the best and fairest. My first best and fairest where I've actually not had to work, which was same. Yeah, kind of incredible. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I didn't really know what to do with myself, to be honest with you. Oh, just be a normal human, socialize. Um, hey, we didn't touch on that I wasn't on the list. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah, that's not allowed so in. True. That's the second time that's happened to you, hasn't it? No, so the, the the AFL, the men's best and fairest, I was just on a completely random table, but with no one, literally no other names I knew. And then this one, I knew I RSVP'd because I was looking at the email. And, nope, no Michael Barker on the list, sir. That was sensational. And it would only happen to you. I, th- <laughs> I think the other thing we need to touch on for you, Michael Barker. Oh, let's get it over and done with. Yep. Now, this, this goes full circle. This goes from egg to boss to egg to... Boss to I don't know controversial call, but Barker it is, isn't it? Because I'll fight you on it. Yeah. So Michael Barker uh, does not has one suit that's a club suit, which I think we can easily say is not a very nice suit to wear. No offense, Carlton Club sponsors, but they don't fit well, and they're just navy blue, right? Mm. That's fair. So every club event that Barks comes to where he's not working. He tends to borrow Darren's suit jacket. Correct? Correct. Now, Barks, how old are you? Uh, 22. So no, 29. 30, 30, yeah, 30 <laughs> next year, but 29. And how many suits do you own outside of the, the club suit? Big fat zero. Now... Well, suit jacket, sorry. Own some pants. Yeah. Some shirts. A tie. I should hope you've got some pants. But, like, I'm sorry, but at this stage of your life, you should have at least one suit. I I disagree because I've only ever needed them when for work events, which is maximum two a year, I'd say, so best and fairest. And then if I'm working at club suit, if I'm not, Darren's suit. And Darren was sick during the week, so I just didn't go there. I didn't have the time. No, 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 no. I think it's about time that you had a suit. I think it's a waste of money if you have a suit. But you only need need to buy one and you just keep it. 
But if you've got a brother, twin brother, you might also use it to your advantage. Nah, nah, I'm not for this. Anyway, so we're getting Paul... distra- we're getting distracted by this. So Barks is having this discussion because he can't go to Darren and get his suit jacket. He's having this discussion with a few of us in the office. He asked me if I, he could borrow a suit. Like, friends and enemies, I know you can't really see the height difference when we're sitting on the screen, but Barks is significantly taller than I am. Um, so I don't know what you were thinking when you thought you could borrow a suit jacket off me. I am like a size, at least two sizes too small for you to borrow a suit jacket. You would have looked like oh. you were wearing three-quarter sleeves at least. <laughs> See where my head is at. You're you're quite a um, cool dude. You're like you're quite a fashionable Gnarly. guy. I, I don't understand your gnarly dude with your skateboard brands and stuff. But um, safe to say, a lot of the things you wear and pull off, I might add. I'm not just saying you wear. It. I don't really understand. I don't have the courage to wear such things. So I thought maybe Jules, maybe massive oversized suits are cool. Maybe he's got one. So nah. I just thought I'd float it past you. Nah, suits are the one thing that I have that actually fit me, but. No. And then... Okay. So I asked Minty as well, Minty, who is my size. Yes. So uh, the other video producer, Minty. And Minty comes to the table. He's like, yeah, I've, I think I've got a spare one. I'll bring you one. As this conversation is happening, someone else from another team walks through the office and overhears me going to Barks like, oh, you just need to buy a suit and grow up, yelling at him basically from one <laughs> side of the office to the Abuse. other. And Aleki? Uh, Aleki, yeah. Her name? Um Probably the biggest boss of the week overhears this and goes, hold on a minute. Like my husband is getting rid of a whole bunch of suits. We were just going to take them to the op shop. Do you want it? And Parks yeah, is like, keep. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't need, I was, I was taken aback by this whole encounter. Cause I'm like, no, no, no. We shouldn't be rewarding this man for not buying a suit and just telling him that if he just puts his hand up, a suit will come his way. But, I, but it's just lucky timing, though. I don't yeah. think I did anything wrong. Ask a couple of colleagues if they've got one, and then she happened to be working, walking past. It's a bit of fate, some might say. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, so she did it. Cut to the best part of the story. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. It's worth the build up, everyone. Stick with it. <laughs> so, next day or the day after, Barks comes into the office, and there's there it is, suit jacket on the back of his chair with a, a shirt as well. So we've got that one. Minty brings in another suit jacket for Barks as well. Um, and then Barks rocks up to the the best and fairest. And um, what happened? <laughs> it's, uh, well, I'm not wearing either of these jewels <laughs> after all that. Decided, screw it. Time to grow up, Michael. Time to buy your own damn suit jacket. Yeah, no, it, was, we... it was a last resort. Um so Aleki's, unfortunately, was slightly too big. Her husband, sorry, not Aleki's jacket. That would have that would have looked nice maybe, but her husband's jacket was a bit too big and then Minty's was a bit too small. And I, I was really I was really set on Minty's. I liked it, but um, I put it on and said to the lovely Lisa, I'm like, do you reckon this works? And she just laughed and said, no, like it's, it's like a crop top thing. And then um, belly button hanging out. No, not quite. Uh, but yeah, so I just thought, okay, well, I'm not going to feel comfortable in either of these. I don't want to wear a suit jacket. What night is it? Thursday night, late night shopping, Target, have at it, um, $78 jacket. And you were pretty complimentary on Mate, it, the, the old Target. No, I loved it. I thought it looked really good. Mm. You look sharp. It's just the fact that you've got <laughs> just, just so much effort <laughs> not to buy a jacket and then ended up buying one. 
Are you well, bloody old Goldilocks suck- over here? Too hot, too cold, just right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got there in the end. I understand the egg boss egg situation, but shouts to Alecky for the huge boss because I do have, if I put on a bit of weight or a bit of muscle maybe, um, I'll have myself a perfectly fitting suit jacket. Well, you could also get it tailored. You know that. Oh, but the money side of things <laughs> doesn't really add up to where I align my values. <laughs> Can I ask you something? Yeah. Um, if I were to just find Alecky on Monday and ask about a bit of uh, suit tailoring, do you reckon that's pushing it? <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, um, it's a this, bit big. Yeah, do you mind? Uh, do you mind yeah, getting this fixed convenient. and then uh, get, getting it back to me, please? I actually need this one for my wedding. Yes, yeah, that's coming up. Do you, um, ha- do you have well, three okay. others that are matching for my group? <laughs> I'll show you the theme we're going for. <laughs> so, so Jules, being an adult yourself, how many suit jackets do you own? I have five suits. Jesus. Yeah. But like, I don't. Oh, I don't know. I just don't have events I go to. I could imagine you'd have a fair bit of events and weddings to go to. I don't know why. It's you just strike me. I, I I don't wear them all anymore. But like, so I've got one. I got a couple made while I was living in Asia because it was really cheap to do so. And I struggle to find suits that fit me because I'm quite mm. short and my body is a temple. So um, <laughs> <laughs> throw that in there. Yeah, sure. Um, and then, yeah, I've for a couple of weddings, I've gone and bought a couple of extra jackets just to change it up a little bit. Mm, but but you're smart with your shopping, I think. Like you find the good deals and whether it be savers or whatever you cool kids go to. <laughs> Yeah, I also have bought one jacket, like, and I wore it for about four years before I've just realized, like, I, I can't wear this to anything because all the photos from my weddings are now me just wearing the same thing. <laughs> same <laughs> I was like, it's time to get a new one. So that, yeah. that's the other issue. Hey, this is the longest issue. This is the longest intro we've ever buddy had. But I just wanted to comment on your fresh looking camera. Oh yes, got. Um, was, you, was... you went to. You switch it on for I'll me. switch it on. Uh, yeah. Ironically, he's still on low data mode, folks. But, uh, <laughs> Didn't get new internet. I just got a so, new webcam. <laughs> true. So just quickly, you um you found this this webcam and got it on sale at Marketplace. What was your Marketplace experience like? Did you go to a random's house? Yes. So <clears throat> I bought this off Marketplace, as you said, Barks, and agreed to pick it up at like 3 o'clock on last Sunday. So... Luckily enough, it was just around the corner from me, which was really handy. Hit that old 5K radius on Marketplace. No, <laughs> You're not in lockdown anymore. No more, no less. Yeah, but I don't want to go to the other side of the city just to pick something up. Like, that's that's not me. That's not in my values. I'd do it for a suit jacket. Okay. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm pretty early at this stage because I didn't anticipate how, how like, close it was to me. And as I'm driving, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm, like, 20 minutes early for this pickup. I'll just like keep driving around and I'll make Greg messages me and he's like, Hey mate, like any chance you can come earlier? And I'm like, well, actually, yeah, I'm just around the corner. I can <laughs> be there the, in five I'm minutes. The front. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to wait here. Um, Great. But it was good. Parked around the corner. No, no issue. It was actually a very good marketplace experience. Greg was lovely. He just handed it over and, and explained to me like, Oh, I bought this during lockdown and you know, then realized my laptop had a webcam, so I didn't really need it. And I was like, mate, you paid $270 for a stream cam. To not look at your to not, to yeah. Just, yeah, just like, all right. But if you're listening, Greg, thanks for the clear vision. Look at him. Look at Deadpan's the camera above it. That's great. I'm um, okay, so now. what? 
Yeah. So just um, front yard sort of handover? Yeah, yeah. Just he came to the door. I, I didn't go into the property. I stood out the front gate yeah. and just like went through there. So I think the details are interesting to these exchanges. That's why yeah. I'm asking specifics. That was good. All right. That's, that's good. You look good. Look crisp. 1080p and stuff. Whatever right, we're up to 70, 70, 720p you'll be watching me okay. in, but uh, it does record in 1080. Anyway, let's. Uh, that was the longest bloody intro in the world. Should we go do some content? Yeah, yeah. You kick us off this week. All right. Here we go. So I'll keep this short and sweet. Um, Thanksgiving in America... Uh, if my screen ever loads, here we go. Listen, we're back on to low data mode, I reckon. Put new internet on Marketplace. Yeah, I know. Fuck There'd probably be something, something that like people put up there. Fucking, who do I use TPG that can go to the bin? Um, Thanksgiving in America. I thought this was quite clever from the Chicago Bulls. Um, just a little animation that's in the style of... Uh, What's this thing called? Snoopy? Like the Snoopy cartoons, Charlie oh, Brown and Snoopy. Um, again, nothing crazy, just like kind of nostalgic and, and kind of nice yeah. to like draw on the thing. I thought it was clever. I, I love like shit it. like got, this. Yeah. And it probably goes back to last week. I wonder if they did it internally or externally. And they've got, so the listeners at home have just got like multiple players that, um, and Benny the Bull, of course. Yes, of course, Benny the Bull. Yeah. Um, and I'm guessing these are like yeah current players that are done up in the style of yeah um, Caruso. You Car- probably yeah Caruso's the one I can pick up. Yeah, the bald guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but nice and easy. I don't think like with holiday celebration graphics, they often start to become the same, don't they? Like oh yeah, it's um, just like the text on the screen saying "Merry Christmas" to those to celebrate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <It's like> cool, <laughs> cool, cool man. Um, this one probably. Don't need a hell of a lot of sound for. I just thought it was an interesting concept, though. So Patriots and um, New York Jets, historic rivalry in the NFL. Um, And there's probably like a a small amount of stuff you can do with rival fans. Like normally it's like egging each other on to to do a bit of content. But in this instance, they've actually interviewed like the opposition fans, like the Patriots have Uh gone and interviewed them. Can you say one genuine nice thing about the Patriots? No. 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 I have a lot of respect for them. I guess their fans are pretty all right. They're well coached. Their defense is nice. The snap. He's pressured by Dunker, who gets there from the right. I like Devontae Parker. Yeah, I liked it. I thought, like, it's... It kind of breaks down that thing that, like, no one has anything nice to say about the opposition Mm. team, but... um, I'm sure they were, they got a lot of bad responses and kind of built this into something that was a bit more. But yeah, fun fun little bit of content as well. Yeah, I think that's good. I think like being in these positions pre-game, particularly like you are very close to so many fans, and I think it's it's always good to see content ideas like utilizing their time because you're there so early at games. Why not you uh, engage with them and actually get them to create a bit of content? Yeah, not just your fans as well, like everyone else. Because yeah. like at the end of the day, you do, you just want to fill the stadium, like. Yeah, um, and they started it off with a com- comedic sort of no, like yeah. someone said, no, I can't say one nice thing. So it's still funny. It's very funny. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, good two quick bits of content from you, Jules, Jules man, no Jules man. man. Um, yeah. So what do you got, Barks? 
Yeah, what I got. So AFLW Grand Final today, Brizzy Lions, Melbourne. Quickly, tip from you, Jules. Oh, it's got to be Brisbane for me. Up there. I was going to go Brisbane too. Yeah. I thought Melbourne. I think they've been really good. That one. Mm. Yeah. Um, so a bit of content from them that probably best to maybe give it a watch, Jules. We'll just plop it in now. Welcome to Springfield. So where are we and why are we here? So this is where the AFLW Grand Final is going to be played on Sunday between Brisbane and Melbourne. Springfield is about a 35-minute drive inland from Brisbane CBD. And no, this is not an episode of The Simpsons. It's a suburb in the city of Brisbane. Right home arena is the Lions Beautiful And how cool is this? The Brisbane Lions paying homage to their victory. So how did we end up here? I did watch yeah. this one. The one with Nat Edwards. Um just yeah. explaining where the ground is and it's like yeah it's very clever yeah i so um listeners so that basically a for w grand finals in springfield which is a bit of an odd location and has caused a few people to talk about it whether it's in the positive or negative mm-hmm. light but um yeah so the a for w uh women's page have gone out with this sort of quirky little video um that i just thought it was very like uh, it's almost like YouTube style punchy meme sort of editing, and I really enjoyed it. Like, um, she basically they've got Nat Edwards, Nat Edwards on camera that um, explains where they are. It gives you the real sort of community feel of um, where they are, the location, and then why they're there. So she also explains why they're not at other stadiums. And Jules, I just I'll let me know what you think, but I really enjoyed it. I think it's very engaging and it's very like in. It's not too long. It's yeah. it's whatever, and it's it's got a bit of humor in it as well and what I really enjoyed about it was I don't think there probably has been a typical sort of grand final cinematic hype but I think mm-hmm. it doesn't always just because it's a big game and it's a massive day for two clubs it doesn't always need to be the same sort of cinematic hype video to hype it up and I just really enjoyed um, this different take on it. No I, I agree I think um, they've done a really good job of I think there was a lot of stuff floating around during the week saying that this ground wasn't ready and it wasn't the right spot. And mm. this video, like, they've shown it, like, in a really positive, fun light. Like, it, it, it almost makes me want to go. Like, it makes me think, oh, yeah, this ground isn't that bad or whatever it is. Like, new facilities, yeah. pretty exciting. Not that far away from the CBD, really. It's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I think smart, punchy, no, no bullshit, like, straight to the point. Here's yeah, how to get nothing here. fake about it. Yeah, this is why we're playing here. You're right, like explaining the logic. Like there was genuinely no other grounds in Brisbane if we want to keep doing this like home home team gets the home final type thing. Um, yeah, good bit. Yeah, I think um, I think obviously there's the other side of it, like why can't this be priority over other sports of mm. getting more people at the ground? But for everything that's so great about AFLW in terms of the people, the community sort of feel like just from that one video alone, I think the game is going to look really cool there today. Yeah. Like I think the atmosphere is probably everything that the AFLW is. So I think I think it'll be good. But um, yeah, any more on that? Otherwise, I've got a bit of a follow up content from nah, the other week. Let's go. Is it the behind-the-scenes NFL green screen? Yeah, hopefully I've got the right link there this yeah. time. Do you remember this guy uh, the other day, the other week, we sort of showed how he did this really cool thing of the player stepping over into the stadium? Yeah, yeah. So just a quick follow-up, very visual example, but he's basically just done a similar thing, and it's not even on a green screen, but he's just he's just shown how um, really simple when you think about it. Like you just get a player on a photo day to 
basically he's looking over the stadium. Um, he looks like a giant compared to I think it's the Oregon mm. Ducks or something. But um, not much too much of a talking point, Jules. But I just again everything behind the scenes and people showcasing how they actually use programs like After Effects or what have you, and then turn it into a really cool game day. Um, just the execution is really slick, and just wanted to follow it up because I think we talked about it that other example and wondered how yeah. exactly he did it. But I yeah. like this. No, again, I think. Um... There's no, there's no reason we, as a community, shouldn't be doing more shit like this. Like, yeah, because all it takes is like if you explain in basic principles, like what you've done here. You as a video producer, Barks, you might be like, "Oh, that's so simple," and then take it to the next level because you've learned something small that like you didn't realize how to do, or like when you were filming something, you're like, "Oh, if we do this, like we can use this yeah. technique." Like, so it goes again. As long as you give the knowledge back, I feel like. You, yeah you're in a better place you're so right like i relate this to when i first started with video to when i was just a video editor and then actually picked up the camera and just makes your life so much easier when mm. you actually understand how things are done and like this only loosely relates to something like this but if you've got the player in front of you on photo day and you can think hey can you just do this thing where you walk up and balance on like an imaginary fence this would look really cool for us yeah. during the season like it takes like what 30 seconds so well, i think you're spot on i think yeah also, like, this is such a clever execution because it's not as overly complicated as that one where the guy was, like, stepping into the stadium. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, good bit of example. Again, the States and college and NFL, they just bring so much, so much good shit. They're just um, – it's because they're all competing for the next job, isn't it? Like, they're just going <laughs> to keep going to the next level. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, um, Content. That's that's it for us. That's it for content. How about we get into some eggs of the week? God, I love some eggs. Egg of the week. All right, so I'll kick us off. I've got a few. Um, first of all, I saw this in the week. Uh, Blake Martinez has retired from the NFL after selling his Pokemon card. Wait, what? Is <laughs> related? Hang on. He's retired. So this is the the post from Bleacher Report. Linebacker Blake Martinez retired abruptly on November 10th, two weeks after he sold a rare Pokemon card for $672,000. His Raiders contract this year was worth $1.35 million. So they're sort of, are they trying, is this like a stretch of relating the two or he's feeding him just retired because he's made a bit of money off selling a Pokemon card? It might be a stretch, but also like the timings are, they're there. I don't know. So the push storyline is that he's made a bit of money and now he's fine to give up his contract. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right. Would you Would you do that? Would you sell a Pokemon card and then just quit your job? Well, unless he's like 45 years old and close to retirement, I don't really understand it. I'm sure there's more to Blake's story than a Pokemon card, but. Hey, it's good, good, uh, what, entrepreneurial <laughs> skills from Blake? I don't just, know. Just a bit of an egg. Um, yeah, a bit of an egg. And then the next one, just keeping on the theme of mascots that we've had for the last couple of weeks. Uh, nice. Let's keep this one going. And these two mascots having an old punch on. <laughs> and Actually? I don't, I don't, is it a I don't know. It looks pretty intense at one stage. Like there's a few decent punches being thrown. And then in it's the background, awesome. the game's just going on. <laughs> Surely it's put on. 
Love it though. I love the egg. I'm just the mascots again. I think every week we've got to bring some mascot content. I think we should because it's something you know, like like we actually talked about last week. I don't know if we can ever do it really well, but just because the states can and they do, let's just keep it going. Oh my god! It's just like I thought it was a joke, but there's, <laughs> there's some pretty big haymakers in there. Like, yeah, old Wilbur's getting his ass handed to him. Is it like a? It's just such a funny thing. This is oh, what was the sport I mentioned about fighting the other week, but just like from a kid's, but like mascots are probably aimed for kids, but then you're just having people throw punches. It's yeah. It's a bit ironic. The hockey is the other one that they just do it like. Oh, yeah. yeah they just yeah, let yeah, it go. Yeah. Um, um, they're my eggs. What have you got, Barks? I found this really funny sport during the week. It's a cross of um, <laughs> MMA and basketball. They're, so I didn't watch much of this, but this, clop, this clip. Oh. Um, Came up on Ball is Life. And what I found really funny about this, so this guy's in the UFC ring. And it's a cross of like, you obviously, um, I don't know, UFC rules where you can fight each other, but then there's a game of basketball being played. And this guy basically tackles someone and um, picks up the ball and dunks it. And then the backboard actually shatters everywhere, but just it, it felt like an insight into the sport. And all he cares about <laughs> is a point. So he gives a little fist bump. That's really, really funny. And I don't understand how these sports exist. So you could essentially just like walk up to someone as they're like driving to the ring and just punch them in the face. Punch them, yeah. <laughs> but I just found it funny that he smashes his backboard this dangerous incident. He's just like, two points. Fuck yep. Now, who, who thinks of these Very things? Good. <laughs> it's great. Do you ever watch um, Slam Ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, so listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about, there's a, um, and it was around for a fair bit because I remember watching it on Foxtel, but basically this whole basketball court full of trampolines and guys would just go flying um, for these like incredible sort of gymnastic style dunks. It was, it was actually very enjoyable to watch. But... So fun fun fact about Slam Ball. Did you, did you ever watch the movie Coach Carter? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, just what take me for? So the real life Coach Carter was actually a coach in the Slam Ball. Oh, fun fact. A bit of knowledge from yeah. Jules this morning. A bit of That's insight. Yeah. Just just take that one to the next trivia night. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's going to come up. But right. Thanks, sir. Yeah. All right. Uh, bosses. Boss of the week. Boss of the week. Boss of the week. Boss, 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 boss. Boss of the week. Love a bit of positivity in our lives because there's too much negative negativity going away. So uh, going around. So um, do you want, you want to kick, kick us off? No, I reckon you kick oh, off. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, quick on for me. I think it's at the World Cup, Jules. But um, <laughs> there's this guy that uh, stuff buying the thousand dollars zoom lens to take some photos, but he's got his binoculars out at this soccer game, and he's trying to get his iPhone camera lined up with the binoculars to get some really close up photos. <laughs> and I, I wish they showed the results because judging by what you can sort of look at, it looks like it works. And I just yeah. thought it was genius. This is, I reckon it does work because that second time he goes back, he's adjusted it. Yeah, and like you look he's at adjusting the, phone, the focus. I reckon, I reckon he's got a <laughs> shot there. Yeah. yeah, end results. Yeah. How good's that? We need a, a part two, don't we? Like, yeah. <laughs> where I'll contact him. I reckon if anyone's just like, yeah, <laughs> that, that's great. Work smart, not harder was the caption, which is. Uh, spot on, smart lane. <laughs> Speaking of the soccer barks, I've got one for you. I think good to keep relevant from both of us. Yeah, World Cup time. This is the ultimate uh, boss of the week. Don't need any sound. So have a watch. I'll describe it for um, people at home. So it's some sort of 
Premier League or soccer game. Um, and what the team has a throw in. The ball must be a little bit wet, right? So they can't find the, the ball boy with the towel to try and dry up the ball before he goes to throw it in. Oh. So old mate, fan from the um, from the just sitting sideline, takes off his jumper, <laughs> throws it over to the player, and the player lets him use the, the jumper to dry the ball before he throws it in. That's great. Boss. That's a great find. Give he that man boss. a life lifetime membership because there's no way you're going to get um, a fan like that again. What's What's amazing is it like watching that looks like the obviously the fan is the one that the first one that suggested. So it's not even a thing that oh shit I need to wipe this ball. It doesn't look like it, and it looks like the fan says something, and then the players okay yeah yeah okay I, okay I could do that yeah yeah um, oh, good boss. Would you ever do that with one of your three suit jackets now that you've got? <laughs> Maybe a leggings. Maybe no, minties. <laughs> no, I've got to get minties back. Got to... um, no, I wouldn't. No, that's disrespectful. Um, the last one I've got, I saw this a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think this is a fa- fairly famous moment in basketball history where, like, it's a college game oh. from years ago. <laughs> I, you would know this one. So it's the team is, like, Mon, it's Monmouth versus Kansas, and Monmouth are down, like, 55 to 110 with like four, 15 seconds left. And I think there's that like thing in basketball, like where you, you know, you're not going to win. You just stop playing type thing and you dribble out the yeah, clock. It's like so unwritten rule. Yeah. So Kansas are dribbling out the clock and um, George Pappas is the player steals the ball off them and then just like dunks it. Everyone's booing and he's just walking around going, I don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. And he's like yelling at yeah. like the game's close. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it must have been like an anniversary of this. So someone's tweeted three years ago today, Monmouth, George Pappas did this and started around screaming, I don't give a fuck. George Pappas has seen this and retweeted it and gone, I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this during the week and it's terrific. I love I was- it. So, like, so listeners, this, as Jules said, it's like an unwritten rule that if the clock, if the game's over, and this one's just so bad because it's 55, literally 55 points, it's like a terrible blowout. But even if it was like 10 points and the clock was about to expire, you just don't keep playing. Like, you dribble out the ball, you don't shoot the ball. It's just like a weird basketball respect thing. So, for him to steal the ball, one, and dunk two, and then yell at them. It's just hilarious. And he clearly, as his tweet says, doesn't give a fuck. So it was brilliant. <laughs> Very good. Uh, my boss. Like, that's how you should approach life, that attitude. Good good bosses from you. I like them. Thank you, Barks. Um, it's my like you've had COVID to think about it. Yeah. And I've just had um, I had a half an hour to actually go through my stuff and, and find it. You know what's fucked? Like I find stuff during the week and then forget about it and then panic every time we get to to making the run sheet. Our um our just behind the scenes listeners, our um Twitter feed is very helpful for that. If yeah. you scroll content catch up's Twitter feed, um we've got a good assortment. We do. Um let me let us jump into our new favorite segment, the controversial call. We're getting better at saying that. We are. Um, I'll kick this off. I saw this from St. Kilda a few weeks ago, and I've, I've had a few few thoughts about it. Um, so it's a tweet, um, and it's basically the tweet says, which group would you join for the night? And the whole thing is choose your Friday night drinks team. 
Um, so who would you like to go out for drinks on a Friday night? And it's got different groups like Big Boys, Just G Train, Tough Guys, Cult Heroes. Mm. I I don't like this. Yeah, I, I shadow just go. It's too laddie. Yeah, it's very laddie, isn't it? Is that and controversial, or we, am I just digging into a team now? No, I th- well, I mean, this is the point of the segment mm. in a way. I mean, usually we'd fight each other, but you're trying to fight an entire football club. So that's part <laughs> of you. <laughs> no, I think you're. I think you're right. Like it gives off weird for what like people. Well, for what um, the stereotypical um, footy club culture is drinking, like trying to stamp that out, it just sort of goes the opposite way. I think, like, mm. I get it. Everyone likes a lot of people like Friday night drinks, but yeah, I don't know. Bit odd. Yeah, I feel like um, I don't know. It puts me off a little bit. I guess there would be people that would like it, but then yeah, there's <laughs> there's a bit yeah bit of history little, with yeah. Saint Kilda as well as to like yeah um, it's. The wording of it is also a bit odd as well, like the group names. I know this is real. We're really dissecting this, yeah. but just like tough guys. Big boys. Um, big boys. Like it's just, yeah, it just feels very like toxic masculinity. Mm. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, a bit tone deaf. Uh, not for me. Um, not for me either. I think you could have done like, uh, I don't know, like right track for some different bit of content, but just not execute that well yes yeah yeah i think like you could almost have like who would you love to watch the footy with on a friday night and that would change yeah. it so much and more. not so yeah not so drinking yeah focus um um but yes no fair we're not gonna fight we're on not this, gonna sorry. fight on that one sorry but just to like probably uh yeah good lesson in you know content content controversial <laughs> um i don't know if we'll have we'll fight on this one but with a bit of luck um I don't have the energy for be real, Jules. That's my content controversial call. I like. I think what I mean by that is I need. If I'm posting on a platform, it's because I'm going there with a purpose. Mm. Something to say. Twitter, it's usually trying to make a joke or something. And then Instagram, it's typically my work. But I just don't get it. I get what be real is trying to do, but I just feel like it's not. It's not for me. I think I don't know if it's laziness or I don't know. But, I yeah, I think it's done. I I agree. I don't particularly like it i can see its appeal um but is it going to have any value in the long run no nah, people get over it like it, i reckon that's, it's already that's what happening. i think yeah it needs something i don't know what it needs but it needs something like i feel like social media platforms give back a certain way mm. like whether it be connected with your friends which i guess is what they're driving but i don't know it just needs something else maybe we're getting old maybe that's the other thing um i think it's just too demanding of you like your time like you have to interact with it then and it's like yeah it goes against like what mm. the mental health aspect of social media like do it now you've got to do it now not do it in your own time when you're feeling when you feel like it yeah nah i'm with you oh, we're we're not, argue, so we're not going to fight argue. but we'll probably fight anyone who disagrees with us so if you if you think that be real is actually a valuable platform um fight us send us a message we'll fight yeah do it hey i, I was yeah. um next bit yeah, if you have a <laughs> You'll like this bar because I'm going bike shopping after this. Oh, you? <laughs> what's wrong with your bike? Just might be getting a new one. Just uh, ah, yeah. so uh, inside joke. I don't know why during the week I got to work and 
Oh no, I was driving to work one morning and because I'm trying to rehab my knee still and I'm being a bit slack with it. Well, I get had COVID, so I excuse mm. myself then. But I thought a really good way to do it was get into bike riding and then all week I've just been talking to Jules about buying a bike. But that's where that comment comes from. Yeah. Anyway, that's probably not for everyone. That's a bit too inside. Bit, bit, <laughs> bit Friday <laughs> night drink squad of us, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, uh, not really. It's ex- healthy exercise. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap this up. Actually, can I have your old bike then? Good. Fuck off. What do you do with it? I'm going to keep it if I buy a new one. We don't need two bikes. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> okay, guys, wrap it up. Friends, enemies, that was another episode of the Content Catch-Up. In fact, it was episode seven of season four. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed Barks' roller coaster journey with his suit jackets throughout the week and um, him turning into an ultimate party boy this week. If there's a, a nightclub you'd like to see Barks at, I think he's taking requests now. There's nowhere I wouldn't go guest, this weekend. Guest DJ residency, um, he just won't dance to his own music. No, it's actually the complete opposite of any place I'd like to go to. Um, I want to put in a request for next week from you, Barks. I want to see some photos from Dinosaur Land um, when they start coming through. So if you could bring those, it's a bit oh, of homework. Okay. Um, I actually got asked to be the photographer there and I denied it. You should have. That would have been great. Um, yeah, an event photography for me. Oh, I got the wedding video back. Oh, we forgot to go there oh, today. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll do that next week. Okay, we've, we've rambled oh, no, on a little why? bit much. It goes for five it's only minutes. Only forty-five minutes. Yeah, nah, we'll do it next week. We'll, Can we see a glimpse. We'll, we'll save no, it for I'm... next week. Oh, yeah. well, okay, good teaser. Though. Yeah, good, good teaser. Promotion. So we got we got the wedding video back, and um, it does feature a little bit of my um, wedding ce- ce- celebrating. I did a better yes, job getting yes. that word out. <laughs> then, but <laughs> it's, it's it's it shouldn't be hard, but it uh, it is. Yeah, I look forward to this, Jules. I want to see what I reckon. You've got a bit of charisma about you. I can imagine you really putting it on. I had I had some nice lines. I might just cut my own version of this wedding wedding video. <laughs> can you make like a, a hype reel of it? <laughs> just me, like a real hype edit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. um, then you don't need to show the five minute version. Spend your week on that. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, looking forward to next week. It's AFL draft this week, so. We're going to be hitting people up for some cutting room floor content. Yeah, good call. We're going to put the call out like now, um, early in this week. So if you've got it by the time we roll around to recording again next week, we want to see it. Um, anything else from you, Barks? No, nothing at all. Very uh, enjoyable episode as per usual. Um, have a terrific Sunday and have a terrific week, listeners. Thanks for joining joining us. Love you all. Bye. Love you. Goodbye.